<laughs> Two lighters. No, I mean, that's safe in the elevator. I'm not sure. Should I? I'll put them out. You're right. Put them out with your butt. <laughs> put them out with your arm pint. Why do you call it pint? It was something that I did many moons ago. And I thought it was really cute. And my mom was there. An ex-boyfriend was there. Here we go. All my stories involve ex-boyfriends, because that's been my journey on the planet. She'll be talking about anything, just like, oh, <sighs> I love that ice cream flavored. My ex-boyfriend at 22, he fed it to me. <laughs> what am like, I supposed to do if my life is consisted of, like, loves and yeah, your, boyfriends? Yours is a love story. Like, my you are the meet-cute, you are the rom-com, that's you. Mine's like, back when I was... Lifting weights, I met someone. And you're just like, I reference moments that often don't have with my ex. I remember being pretty young, maybe like 16. And I remember going into my parents' bedroom. It was like 9 p.m. And I was kind of emotional, but also kind of excited to tell them that I was ready to make a story. Or at some point I'd be making a story of called The Many Loves of Lucy or something. And it was almost like I had a premonition that my life would be filled with a series of different loves back to back and that each love and relationship would teach me something really profound. And being here now, 16 years later, it's like actually kind of amazing and also heartbreaking and weird and nostalgic and like I'm sure at the time they probably were like, what are you talking about? You're 16. Your dad was like, oh, God, here we go back to back. Many loves of Lucy. What? Lucy's my middle name, by the way, guys. Christopher's my middle name, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Just so you know. Just so you know, guys. That's a uh, good, good story, good book. Good book you're writing here. I guess. I guess I'm still writing it. Hey, you're an actual author. That's pretty, pretty cool. Thank you. You should... Why don't you, what if you wrote another book? Like for fun though, you know, like for fun. I don't know. First one wasn't that easy to write. I had a lot of help and I couldn't have done it if I didn't have somebody outside of me having so much accountability. So what if you found help? I have this thing about help where I feel like I don't deserve it or shouldn't have it or I need to do things alone. And if I don't do things alone, then having help is cheating. I don't like cheating. Yeah, you don't like cheating. I really don't. But you know why? Because I've cheated. Mm. And the pain that that cause is within me, whether it's cheating on a test, cheating the system, cheating on a boyfriend, cheating myself, that comes from like a deep pain that like I can't get through it without it or I can't be still, or I can't get the good grade without cheating the system, which essentially is basically saying I can't do it on my own, or I'm not good enough, and so I have to cheat to get ahead, not trusting in my own abilities. And even with boyfriends, it was like I would be in a drunken blackout, and I remember you know, making out with someone that wasn't my boyfriend, not remembering it, then learning the next day that that happened and feeling so much guilt and shame. And 
I just never want to go back to that pain of feeling like I can't be rigorously honest. Mm. And so when I see other people cheating or lying to themselves, it reminds me of a deep core part that was there that I feel like I've overcome and I don't want to be reminded of that and I don't want to be tempted by it and I don't want to look at it, to be honest with you. Have you overcome it? Have I overcome what? Cheating? No. I think so. So... This is a really funny conversation to be having with my current boyfriend. It is. Have you overcome cheating? Have you figured it out? I think so. We'll see. Cool, 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 cool. I believe I have. I think I've worked really hard to get to a place, you know, you never know if like I hadn't seen you in a year and we were long distance. Oh, that, first of all, that just sounds horrible. I have to just really get over that whole man, man imagining thing. I, I just, I just got to, can I just share one thing? Um, Manon does this thing where, you know, the internal dark thoughts <laughs> that we all have, you've had them, whoever's listening, you've had it. You went, oh. Can I do this relationship for that long? Can I do a lifetime of relationship? Can I be faithful for relationship? Oh, can I not look at other people? Whatever the thought, right? The dark thought, like, oh God, will I go crazy? She just says them out loud <laughs> over breakfast. She'll just, she'll just, she'll literally just say, you know, I might go through a phase where who knows? I'm drifting. I'm like, uh, how is your, how's your, how's your cereal? Okay, so this morning I was eating cereal and he came in all chipper chopper, like, I love my body now. And I'm like, great. Um, Fresh off a workout, feeling really real good. struggling because the guy that I dated 14 years ago was really heavy on my heart and I was processing some old traumatic pain. And then I started sobbing and he's just across from me staring, but then also really compassionate and loving and holding me and essentially helping heal my heart while energy leaves my body. Yeah. And I do believe that in sharing that, that is me taking, like the reason why I share my deep, dark thoughts with you is because I care about us and our system and what we have going. And I would like to talk to you as I would a close friend. I'm not going to keep you in a separate category just because you're my boyfriend. I've done that before and that led to not the optimal outcome. So I'm taking risks and chances and sharing all of me with you as not to manipulate you to be with me as well as trying to do something different so that I can be rigorously honest with you because I'd like to stay with you. I feel like that'll give me the best shot. So I'm sorry if some of the deep darkness uh, that I share, if it hurts you, I'm sorry. Oh, thanks. But it's none of it has anything to do with you. I know you know that. Otherwise, you probably would be having different responses. Like since the beginning of knowing Johnny, he's been you've been very um the best space holder I've ever known. Wow. Like you've just helped heal my heart so much. <laughs> You've just given me the space to be where I'm at. And that's been really healing and helpful. Hmm. So thank you. You're welcome. Not a lot of men would do that. I've experienced some where 
I haven't felt safe to necessarily feel what I feel because maybe it's about somebody else or something else that I'm going through and it may come across insensitive to my current partner. And I've had a current partner uh, at one point or another say like, like, how are you still thinking about that person? Or why are you even thinking about that person? You shouldn't be and like shaming a person where they're at. And I don't know, time's not necessarily linear. I could be experiencing this right now because maybe it was... 14 years ago to the day to the moment that I met this person like the body kind of remembers stuff yeah and maybe we don't need to figure out why we feel the way that we feel we just need to let ourselves feel it and not make it mean something so heavy that we need to take action in the current relationship and oh my god I need to change my life like I think the feelings are just coming up to be felt and you've made me feel very safe to feel them I'm so glad. As you are right now as well. (laughs) (laughs) And I will continue to do so. It's not hard. I don't understand. How did you learn to do this? I have no clue. Come on, man. I wish I could tell everyone. Um, My dad is not a reactive person. My mom is reactive. And like uh, I learned, I think I learned through my dad to kind of be like a a sponge, but a really compassionate, empathetic sponge. Because my dad is very caring and very sweet. He actually wants everyone to be happy. He goes out of his way. Like, he still sends peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to my junior college team. What do you... Hold on. Oh, God. <clears throat> what do you mean... What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? My dad still. I know. I really like. Does he make them? Like he still checks and then, up and, and gets then, like gets care packages sent to them. At one year, he like helped them. But get why a bunch peanut of, butter sandwiches? Like, don't those go bad after a day? Okay, well they eat them. <laughs> but I don't. What do you mean he sends them like in a box, or he like drives like over when there? When the teammates are training, because the head coach did so much for me, and he wants the team to do well and the coach to do well, and the establishment. He still keeps in contact, email contact with the with the lady that worked at the f- registrar desk at DVC and keeps her updated on my life, my junior college. Oh, just so you know, Johnny's uh in Los Angeles now. Like he and he's like, he just cares and he like checks in on people and he. Dang. He does that a lot. He does it and he doesn't even t- he doesn't like brag. He just does it and you find out. Like he sent, he he paid to get like three hundred wristbands that say DVC to the to the athletes. You know how incredible that is. Really, yeah. Really, really, like think about that. Yeah, he truly has a crazy heart. Like his heart is huge. Yeah. He just wants the best for humanity. I mean, it's pretty amazing. So I think something in there came over here. We thank your dad. If you're listening, Christopher Carlson, thank you for raising this amazing man and for being so loving and caring and holding the space for so many years for all of the people in your life. It's absolutely magnificent, the kind of man that you are. You know, he brought everyone to America. He brought my mom and grandma and then my auntie and then my uncle snuck him across the border. Jeez. He's saying snuck across the border. Years Is and years this going to get anyone in trouble? Nah, everyone's thinking across the border. It's like the thing to do. Yeah. Everyone's legal now. They've been legal for years and years, but like there was like a time where things were crazy. 
And my dad just shows up. He was risking his life. Life. Dang. So I guess that's where my heart comes from. So you must, must have watched that and unconsciously picked it up and... Is that what you watched? Like when your mother would have emotions, what did you see him do for her? I don't think he held the space quite the same, but he let her vent. And then when she was all hot, he wouldn't come combat her. He would kind of take like a, he would would take like a defensive stance and be like, okay, hear it. And then. So he didn't fight her? I mean, he had, yes, he did. But there are times where he would take the on, like he'd take the onslaught. And then he'd come back and be like, come on, you're my girl. Aww. And he'd go and kiss her and grab her. And she'd be like, no, no, I'm so mad. And then he'd like calm her down and like, Aww. and then she'd like, ah, she'd settle into it. Wow. And you know, you know, Bergen, you know, my mom, she's feisty. She's fire feisty. Very fire feisty. But she couldn't be with someone just like her. No, they died. They would someone have literally would be killed each other. Be a knife. A Turkish knife to He the... allowed her to be where she was at and express all of her feelings. Yeah. Wow, what an amazing That's family Papa, unit. Papa Christopher. Papa Christopher right there. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. We're at Spotify today. There's video portion going on right now if you haven't looked down at your phone or if you're on Apple. Sorry. You got to jump over if you want to look at our pretty faces. Speak for yourself. I just smile to the camera for you, those of you listening. And you know what? I didn't want to show up today because of all my feelings. Melancholy, longing, deep, sorrowful feelings. And thank you, Johnny, for getting us here. We showed up anyway. We did. Because sometimes you just have to show up regardless of how you feel. Yeah, I think you can change how you feel based on how you look China. at it. Wow. <laughs> you, know, you know, in this podcast somewhere, I am going to find a... Wow. I am, wow. That's your response? Yeah. That's cute. I'm going to find a soundbite in here somewhere, you know? Wow. A marketable soundbite of you. Because I am the producer <laughs> of this show and the marketer of this show. And, oh, my God. Uh, I'm just hungry. Oh, no. 15 minutes, guys. <laughs> when you hear hungry... They I'm sure, know, they know. I'm sure they relate. Someone relates. They've Some guys like, me before. too, bruh. Me too. Have, My chick is crazy. Once I get that. hungry, I got to eat ASAP. Yeah. ASAP. Peace out. A-town. Down. And I flow and I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having a lot of fun, you guys, just because... The headphones are on my ear, and I'm hearing myself in a new way, so it feels like I'm also testing how I sound. That's narcissism. (laughs) I'm having fun, guys, because I can hear myself, and I'm testing on how I sound. I probably am a little bit narcissistic. For sure, I for sure am. I wouldn't film myself so much and post it and, like, dance in front of the mirror. Okay, let's talk about that. What What is narcissism truly? Like, it sounds bad. Love of self. Loving, loving. That's it? Maybe Why does it have a, such a negative connotation to it? Maybe you put, I think it means putting yourself first. But isn't that what we're all trying to encourage each other to do is put yourself first? Yeah, narcissism is fire. We should, be, <laughs> we should all be narcissistic. We should all be narcissists. Look if it you're up. not a narcissist, you're Let's read out. the definition. 
because there's people that say like he's a narcissist and they're using it really not ce- celebrating. And well, yeah, I don't hear it celebrated ever, but we're celebrating narcissism. I want to know the exact definition. It's coming in hot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Coming in hot, 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 hot. I like people have called people I've been with narcissistic. I'm sure I've been called it. They've no one ever has said it to my face, but they all say it behind. I your don't back. even know what it is, and I'm assuming that I have tastes of it. Or tastes? maybe maybe we all do. I think like actor, like performer, I think like artist at right. points can be narcissistic. Okay, here it comes. Narcissist from Oxford Language Dictionary. A person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. Yeah, that's me. That's me too. We're narcissists. Narcissist example. Use of the word. Narcissists narcissists who think the world revolves around them. Oh. That's a weird sentence example, but that's what they gave. It's not the best. Oh, I don't think that. Well, that's an example of it. Uh, so a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. I definitely have that. Excessive, though? What's excessive? Let's look up excessive. Excessive is a surplus. More than, more than needed. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the root of my problems is when I'm thinking too much about myself. I definitely used to think the world revolved around me. And I think that we have that in common because we are only children. And when mm. for I think every child thinks the world revolves around them because at some point, especially in the beginning of their lives, it does. Every move around them is like about them. And then you grow up and you kind of learn these lessons and you realize, OK, there's other people that you know, have feelings too. And I know that when I got sober, it was like, oh, everybody's feeling so much and the world definitely doesn't revolve around me. And that was the greatest gift I've ever been given because I realized I'm just one out of 8 billion people and I actually don't matter. And so I guess that shaves off some narcissistic behaviors, behavior points. Yeah. I don't think we're narcissists truly because when we talk to people, we're interested in what they say. Oh, so interested. I'd rather hear anyone else talk about myself. Uh, except yeah. right now. Uh, so, man in. See, they, so we're not that narcissistic. Realistically, we, we enjoy connecting with others. It'd be like if we sat here and I'm like, tell me more about you. I'll go first. Um, so I started. That's that is of, what we're doing. We're at, we literally have a podcast where we're talking about ourselves and what yeah, we've learned. That's one narcissistic trait. But <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, Just embrace it. It's outwardly. Yeah, we're narcissists. <laughs> Such narcissist. I don't think it's bad. There's, but I think le- there's if it's excessive, if it's if like that's if that. Listen, a person who's thinking only about themselves excessively, over, like they're gonna be miserable. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if I, I, I only am. ever thought about myself, I would be a miserable person. It's when I get outside of myself and I help another person, listen to another person help somebody else do something else, get in creation. That's when I'm in my joy. I don't think narcissists are happy when they're only thinking about themselves. That can only get you so far. I agree. I think we all have degrees of narcissism because you have to think about yourself. to So like, you know. Especially in this industry of social media, you have to, I've I've realized, because I haven't wanted to do social media anymore. Like that was one of the things that I've been contemplating today is like, I'm just so over it. Like, I just don't, like, the last thing I want to do is pull up my phone and fill myself. 
that is narciss like kind of narcissistic, right? Like mm -hmm. I have to have a level of interest in myself to like want to film it and put it out there in the world. I have to think in order for me to be the most successful, especially on social media, there ha I have to think I'm the most interesting person in the world to be like, oh my God, you guys, I'm getting a cup of coffee and this is crazy. It tastes really good. And to like, you know, there's people that film and vlog their life daily. They have to think that their life is that interesting or that they are that interesting to like put it out there in the world. This is like one opinion out of why people create online content. This is not like the only reason I want to preface that. And I, I don't, don't think I don't, there's anything wrong with it, by the way. I don't. Okay, calm down. Don't get scared of the people's opinion. It's okay. No, I just want to, I just, I don't want to seem judgmental. But we're all judgmental too. I know, but I, I guess there's people out there that haven't started creating and they're looking to create and they want to create. I want them to feel free to create. That's nice. I get that. That's all. Uh, well, my perspective on this is, I don't think you have to think you're the most interesting person. I think you're showing your lens, which is maybe somewhat interesting. And so you're, you're, you're giving people a peek into and potentially shortcuts from your learning, your, the learnings of your life. I think that's what a lot of sharing is too. Like people create to share to younger versions of themselves, to give, to sure. give them a leg up too. And like to, to show people like, this is what I do. If you, if you know, some people, yeah, for sure. Like this is dope. My life is dope. But I think there's all kinds of things in the spectrum. Yeah. I guess I'm thinking about certain videos that I've shared where it's like, the, even the last one that I did where I was pretending to be this like actress, which is funny because I am an actress. I like that one a lot. And in order for me to film it and say, film this and let's put it online, I have to, must think it's interesting to share, funny, it's funny to share. You think it's funny, yeah. But I guess, you know what's interesting? Now I'm seeing the flip side that if I was thinking excessively about myself, I don't know that I would post it. Yeah, it's kind of for other people. You're doing it for people. Yeah. I mean, you're posting it. Sure, there's gain for you. I guess. Is there? Yeah. Like, because I get a grow, number and I get to... It continues to grow a platform that is monetizable. I guess I don't care about that anymore. I'm in a bad... You guys, I'm in a place where I'm just like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out... Listen, I love the occasional goofy video and posting it. And that's when I'm in a really high vibrate. I don't want to say being sad is a low vibration, but it kind of feels like a low vibration... There's like part of me that wants to like get a studio, have all these instruments, sing, write, and like create for nobody. Is that a thing that I can start doing? You can, and then I'll just secretly release it. <laughs> you do it for nobody, and then instead of wasting all that, I mean, I just like it's got visions wasting. of being alone in my room as a kid, and like how I would just be in there listening to music and singing and, and doing things. And it wasn't about like, who's going to see this? You know, I want to get back to that again. Can you create and think I'm creating not for who's going to see this, but I'm just creating and then just press publish. I just haven't done that in a really long time. So when you made well, that as far, well, actress video, did you think of who that's going to? Or is it unconsciously just hardwired because you did come from growing a social media and that was very you important? You mean when I was posting? Yeah. No. And when? what about when creating? So I'm in a habit loop of posting. It's not even about, at this point, I'm not thinking about, well, who's going to see this? I just assume, I guess, my followers would see it. Sure. 
I'm not really present right now. Like, I don't really feel like I have a through line of what to say. And that's okay. Thank you. Like, shooting it was a very different experience than posting it. We shot that three weeks ago. And in shooting it, it was very funny to me and we were having fun. Yeah. So I saw the video again today. I went, okay, I'll post this. And so it felt like work. Oh, it changed? Yeah. Oh. I watched the video and I went, ha, 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 okay, this will be good to post. I'm removed from this. Okay. And then the posting aspect of it feels like my job because it is. You removed from it how? Well, it's not like that happened today. So I feel a little bit further from the memory. Mm. And because I'm in the place that I'm in today, like this more sorrow-filled place, it felt like work to post a funny video. Because mm. I think I have a limiting belief that, like, if I were to post where I'm at live today or, like, basically what I'm posting right now, I'm, I have fear that, like, this won't go well. That people won't like this episode because it's not as funny. Mm. I get it. Or maybe people are laughing so hard right now. <laughs> Look at these two idiots. One they sad are... and one's neutral. And one doesn't know what to do. One doesn't know what to the do with sadness. his girlfriend. He's freaking out inside because he doesn't know how to steer the podcast. Someone for the first time just heard that and went, wait, what? They're dating? Someone did. Well, no, not if they listened to the beginning of the episode. You guys, I'm like floating right now. I feel like I'm, I feel like life's changing. Is it the retrograde? Oh, I don't know. Retrograde. Don't sign a contract. Don't touch the internet. Don't touch technology. It'll get you. There's like seven planets in retrograde right now. What does it mean? They're going backwards, the earth spinning backwards or something. But they're not. I don't know. Do you want to look it up? Well, it's just funny for you to say, it's funny for someone to say, are we in retrograde? And then you go, what does it mean? I don't know, but are we in it? (laughs) That's funny. Well, I feel it. I feel something. Retrograde is a uh, optical illusion, I believe, where in astrology, planets, because of the light and how they bounce, they look like they're spinning in reverse. Okay. I think that's retrograde. Well, I definitely feel it. I'm excited for it to be over. All right. And for the planets to go direct again. Come on, planets. Go, go, go direct again. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> it could be the retrograde. Or it could be the fact that I haven't exercised in six days. That's it. Oh. Oh my God. You're talking about planets spinning and your body hasn't spun. It's you. You're in retrograde. I'm in retrograde. You're in retrograde as hell. Look you at guys that retrograde move your body. But it's kind of nice. Okay. Here's what I hear. The body being in motion, like forward motion and moving is so good and endorphins and obviously it's great for your health. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sitting still stuff will come up to be revealed that sometimes be always being in motion. It's kind of like we're running from our problems. I obviously think it's good to exercise, but I also think it's very powerful to sit still and meditate and see what comes up and feel the feelings. I agree with that. I think you can exercise and then go back and then meditate and sit still. Not I haven't exercised in three months because I don't recommend it. I really don't. Not that, you know, it's like, I'm sad, but it's okay. Like, I don't feel, you know, if I weren't crying and if I weren't feeling my feelings, I'd feel really irritable and probably like shoot out anger. 
Yeah. And the fact that I've cried and you've been so helpful has been like really therapeutic and I feel good. I feel better now. Oh, pro tip to all the men out there. Let your lady cry. Don't say, why are you so emotional? It yeah, please help. don't. It really doesn't help. People are emotional. People have feelings. Let them feel. Or don't be crazy. You're acting so, you're, you're being too much. Those are some relationship no-nos. That's yeah. my advice to the men. Thank you for giving them that. And to the partners. Any of the masculine trying to contain the feminine. Let them cry, let them feel, and support them. Because in, the, in doing so, you support the relationship and yourself. Blam. That's and my TED Talk. you have a happier person. Mm-hmm. You have a more fulfilled, more connected, more authentic person. And ladies, allow yourself to reveal your heart and your vulnerability because that takes true courage. If you are a core feminine, reveal your heart. Share that vulnerability. Have the courage to go first and watch what happens to the masculine. It melts their heart. But when we cover ourselves and cover our truth and and cover it with anger and masculinity sometimes if you if you cover it masculinity then there's like a combative so then yeah then it can be combative i promise you if you reveal your heart and what you're going through and hold that pose the masculine container will eat that up and it'll melt their heart or It'll reveal, or maybe if it's not, you're not with the right person and they don't really care about you, they might not want to acknowledge that because it might touch their heart too much and they don't want to feel and they're not comfortable with their feelings, so they'll like push away. Dang. Right? You're going to learn today. Yeah, it can be. Like, have you ever been around someone that you're like not into and they're revealing their heart and you don't want it? What happens with that? I'm not into and they're revealing their heart. Well, that's hard because friends can reveal their heart and I can be okay with that. Yeah, that's confusing. I think I just said that in case, because I feel like if you're with the wrong person, maybe revealing your heart doesn't work or does it always work? Like, will it always touch somebody? If you're, if you're open-hearted and you're vulnerable, do you think most people will be touched by that? Yeah, but there are some people that'll be like, ah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Why? But there are people that are just raised to go, don't. Don't take on people's emotion. Don't. Oh yeah, and they become judgmental, and they're like, yeah. "Ugh, that person." And some people a pussy. are told, "Like you're not, yeah, you're don't cry. You're not supposed to cry." So then, so that, then when they see other people crying, it's like, weak. "Oh, they're weak." Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't hang out with those people. Yeah, everyone has their own lens or perspective and their nurture, and that that forms who you are. And if you can't unbreak some of the bonds, you'll be stuck with them. Yeah. So everyone's different. Yeah, I say reveal your heart. Always reveal your heart. Why not? Men, women. Everyone in between. Yeah, crying is just like laughing. It's just a release of energy. You don't have to make it mean anything or judge it. Yeah. Although we have. <laughs> wow, it's really, really beautiful in this elevator. Did you leave roses for me? I did leave roses. I that don't know why so there's thoughtful. a rain cloud above us, but it... to water the roses. Oh, that's nice. We need the rain. So that the beautiful sunshine can come out the next day with a rainbow. Without yeah. rain, there would be no rainbows. But Florida is having a hurricane, so that's... Oh, we're sorry about sorry, that. Sorry, Florida. Thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed this serious, episode. Serious, but serious episode. Where there were no laughs, but there was a lot about relationships. Is that okay with you that there's no laughs? I think so. 
He's still learning. I like a good laugh. About himself. I'm trying to... I don't know. I like a laugh. <laughs> I do too. I didn't have a dark morning. I came in pretty chipper. Chipper, 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 chipper. So, you know, I'm trying to like sneak in laughs. Yeah, great. Thank you guys. Give us a review, please. We love your reviews. Five stars. Six stars. Giving you the biggest hug. Peace and blessings.